Good evening and welcome to tonight's podcast. I'm just kidding. Episode 5, Most Valuable Dad, MVD. Welcome back. Um, last week we talked about, we had a, our first interview with Chuck, big man Chuck Papal Koval, talking about his experiences of being a dad. Um, what else did we talk about? I'm kind of forgetting. Uh, we talked about football. Yeah, I don't remember what we talked Talk about. about football. What's that? Happens when you're a fucking dad of a kid that's, you know, under your... If you have any kids, you just forget what you talk about from week to week beside your kids. But I know we talked a lot about... Oh, we answered questions for, you know, one of our listeners about getting ready for prepping for the kid at the hospital and stuff like that. I uh, gave a few shout-outs to some people. Um, so this week, first of all, we're going to introduce our... Uh, we're going to call him a special co-host because... He's going to stay on for the whole podcast and just add in some info if he has any. We'll see if he does very well. So welcome to the show, <laughs> Michael Palace. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, he's about 5'8", uh, <laughs> 120 pounds, social security number I do not know, <laughs> information I cannot give you. Um, anything exciting for you guys in the dad life this week? Any new um... stories? Not really. Nothing um, good. I had my first fussy night. Fussy day. It, was, it wasn't a night. It was a day. Oh, yeah, it was Sunday, wasn't Sunday, it? Sunday, she was just kind of... She just wouldn't lay down. Like, I mean, there was nothing wrong with her. She was fine. She ate. She was clean. She had her passy. She had everything. She was just basically just being a dick. <laughs> Which I feel like sometimes they're just that way. They just, yeah. They just want to cry. You hold them, they're going to cry. You put them down, they're crying. You put them in this swing, you put them in that swing. You hold them by their ankles. Whatever you do, they're just going to cry. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm okay with it. My wife, you know, she gets emotionally attached and they're just, she's like, oh my gosh, she's crying. Was she like gassy or anything? She was. See, and that's what it was. She really just needed to poop. Because sometimes she just struggles. And she's just like, ah, ah. I mean, you can hear like her legs are just like so flexed and like she's really getting after it. And then like she'll just be chilling and all of a sudden it'll just be like, and they'll re- release the floodgates of her creamy shit. Which I don't know why it's so hard for them to poop. It's all liquid. Like, yeah, you I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't. You think it would well, just it's, it, I think it's because they don't have like, they can't. They can't push like we can. Yeah, like, they don't like understand. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, I so think she's just like, my stomach hurts, but I don't know what's going on. And then finally, when that's what Rachel was saying. is like, it's crazy because she'll be like, Ugh. and then finally when she relaxes is when she just, yeah. she likes to poop a lot when we, uh, we uh, for a while we were blow drying her ass. <laughs> she had, so she had diaper ash so we would like wipe her down and then blow dry her ass and I mean she loved it and every time like you could just see her butthole start to open up and she pooped like three or four times doing that I caught on I don't know if my wife did so that was the exciting excitement of my life uh, a little post game recap a little football for uh, Michael's wife I know how much she loves us <laughs> when we talk about football <laughs> sorry, Hannah. Not sorry. I will be later. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers are out. You suck. No pack, no. Aaron Rodgers come to Chicago. Let's do this. Okay. 
Bucks. Did I say I was going to buy a Tom Brady jersey if the Bucks won? You did. I was actually looking at him, and I have tempted to buy one. I got to respect the guy. Yeah. And it's not even a Patriots jersey. It's a Bucks jersey, so it's kind of cool. 43 years old, and it's going to be his 10th Super Bowl. That's pretty impressive. No, it's even better. Somebody sent me something. Um, uh, What was it? Tom Brady's percentage of making the Super Bowl in his career is 47%. Uh... Steph Curry's percentage from the three-point line is 43%, which means Tom Brady's more likely to go to a Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to hit a three-pointer, which is, like, it's just mind-blowing. Did you watch the games? Yeah. Didn't did. uh, So, Tom Brady did the same thing Peyton Manning did as far as when Peyton Manning was first on the Broncos. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't win. They won the second yeah, seed. Yeah, no, they got their asses kicked the yeah. first time we got to see But Seahawks. then he won the second one. But it was funny because I saw another thing where it said, um, Tom Brady's won as won as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees, <laughs> and he's also was it, he's gone to almost twice as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning. And let's uh, just let's go a little bit further. Peyton had four of those, and then Drew Brees had one, and Aaron Rodgers' bitch ass had one. Fuck the Packers. I think. Now. I think uh, the big news that's swirling around the NFL right now is where Matt Stafford's going to go. He'll go to the Bears. I'm just saying, Matt Stafford, come to Indy. A lot of quarterbacks come out there. Indy. A lot of people said like the Colts were wanting Mitch, and I'm like, why? No, we don't want Mitch. Like, we want Matt, dude. If we get if we get Matt Stafford, I'm are pumped. you guys just going to like you're just going to string together one year contracts? No, dude. For no, this dude we, here's the thing, dude. Is Indy has what Matt Stafford has always needed as a quarterback. We have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Yeah, but he's old. He's 32. How many league? Yeah, but he's about to die. They messed up with Andrew Luck, letting them get the crap beat out of him. See, months. Andrew Luck got crap beat out of him and he retired. Matthew Stafford's going to have one good year and he'll probably retire. But like, oh gosh, I feel better. Let's retire. No. No, I'm just saying. You got Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, all those big dudes. What about Deshaun Watson? Thank you. Deshaun Watson. Um, that Anthony Casanza retired. I was so happy for that. A lot of people were hurt by that. Yeah. yeah but you Deshaun gotta, Watson's not going to go to another AFC team. You need especially an AFC South team. You need a left tackle. Well, yeah, true. They won't let him do that. No. Beyond. So, uh, Bucks, Chiefs. The Chiefs finally came back, and that was just the end of that. No, Bucks, Bucks are going to win. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs, everybody says. It'll be a good game. We'll see how the Bucks defense plays. Because if you watch the game on Sunday, it was like their team was just really good at one time, and then all of a sudden they were just terrible. Yeah. And then there was just a just like a eight-minute process where both teams were really terrible, <laughs> and then the Packers decided to kick a field goal to lose the game. I don't know why. That was, that was the dumbest thing ever. So, whatever. Sports, moving on. Bucks in the Super Bowl. No Green Bay. Everybody's saying go Bucks. All right. So, now we're going to get into, we're going to get to know Michael Palace a little bit more. What what lets, what lets makes him tick? What he loves? Long walks on the beach. Yeah. No, Soft that, massages by candlelight. <laughs> no, we're going to ask. We're going to ask Michael all the good questions. Michael is a new dad as well. Your baby. Tell us a little bit about her. Laura Sue. She just uh, turned six months last week. Six months. See, her birthday is really easy to remember. July 20th, 2020. Okay. 6-2020. Shouldn't forget that. July 20th. Yeah. 
Seven. No, see, I'll learn another month. Hannah's birthday is the 27th, so it's going to be an expensive month, but I can remember the birthdays. <laughs> hey, at least it's a one month. <laughs> yeah, it's all one month. Some, but something's happening this month. Oh, shoot. But uh, that was a big experience for both of us. I mean, it was our first child, and we did a birthing center instead of a hospital. Now, was she planned? You guys planned to pregnant? No. Were you guys like, no, so you guys were. It was a surprise. They were just, kind of left it up to God. They were just enjoying <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's awesome. How did you find out? Did she find out and surprise you? Well, did you go to the doctor. She, I don't know how, how she's going to like this one. But uh, she, I could kind of feel something for a couple of days. And because uh, she just seemed kind of worried, she had mentioned something to me. And then I was sitting, I was standing in the living room. She goes, you need to sit down. I was like, okay. So I sit down and she comes out and she starts crying. And I thought somebody had died right. at first. <laughs> and terrible. then she looks at me and she's like, I'm pregnant. And I, you were excited. I, I was excited. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be a dad for a long time. And so I was beyond tickled and then she was beyond tickled after i was so excited you worried you're gonna be mad or something <laughs> i don't know nah, i was so she excited she didn't know what to think so were you like running awesome. around the house just screaming i just sat there smiling real big gave her a big hug i totally like i like i didn't like did because it was funny because dad was like they went to the hospital and found out they were pregnant but it's like anymore you do those at home tests yeah i know well, but rachel was like oh go into the bathroom and know. fix the shelf and I went into the bathroom and I looked on the thing and it was there was a little piss strip and it said you're gonna be a dad and I was like is that pee on my counter? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. Did you did Kayla ever do? Because I know we haven't talked about that. Oh man, she doing good um, story, good surprises for you. She so she knew for a couple of days. She was just um, holding it. Yeah, she was <laughs> like, do I tell him? Do I she was him? holding it, and I'm pretty sure, now, this is going to get me in trouble because I can't really remember exactly with Levi, but I think she, like, FaceTimed me and, like, showed me because I was on nights at the time, and I was just like, what is that? And then, like, when I came to, I was like, Oh wow, yeah, I'm gonna be a dad. Cool, like, what's up? Yeah, like I was, I was super excited, but yeah, she, yeah, Kayla knew for a couple of days before she told me because she's like, I don't know if I want to tell him yet. I'm like, well, what? It's, kind of, it's not fair to me, but you know, it is. It worked out fine. So, all right, you're pregnant, you're excited, excited. nervous, excited, very nervous, very nervous. Your planning process. When plan- did you get your your nursery done? We got the nursery done. Uh, well, I was asked to do it a lot. <laughs> I, I was right there with you. <laughs> so was I. She ended up, she came up with a really good idea, because if anybody knows Hannah, she knows her love for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> As you know very well. Big Disney lover. <laughs> so she uh, wanted to do Andy's room from Toy Story. Okay. So we already had a light blue room. Right. So she came up with the idea of just painting stenciled clouds all oh, the way okay. around it. So we started doing that probably, probably three months. Wow. Into it. Oh, so you were six months out. So, so it was August. So that's eight. So I was like four months. I got mine four months early. I got it done. Did you just paint? Yeah, we just painted the clouds on. Paint. And then she uh, she bought these monkeys that look like the barrel monkeys, but I had to paint them red. Uh-huh. And so I could suspend them on the ceiling. Jeez, Have you not seen the nursery? Monkeys. Pretty clever. No. It's freaking sweet, as you can tell. Hannah Beck did awesome. it. Awesome. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But uh, that was all her ideas. 
I should have just painted my nursery. Which we did something. gender neutral. I mean, we didn't know. That's cool, though. That's a sweet idea. Like, that's awesome. It looks, it looks great. She hasn't spent a lot of time in there. Diaper changes. Basically, they will. Oh, yeah. Then one day, you can paint a different color. <laughs> and then a different color. And yeah. a different color. Now, see, this can carry all the way on through till she can paint her own room. <laughs> I don't think I ever, like, like looking back as a kid, I don't think I ever, like, wanted to paint my room a different color. I never wanted to. I paint. did. I finally, Dad was always really picky about that, and we got that new house. And then, uh. He finally let me choose my color, paint my room. I did it. Mark Martin blue, real dark blue. Yeah. And uh, then three months after that, then Jenny moved in with us, and I got shipped upstairs, and Dad wouldn't let me paint the room upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, just don't worry about paint. Yeah. That's just how it is. So you got the nursery done six months. Yeah, so that's hats off. That's like Michael's moved in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> that Yeah, well, that was a lot of my wife. Not right, nagging, no. though. She's not a nagger. No. I, Tell us about everything, because you guys did your birthing a little bit different than most people do, so... So, Hannah was an at-home birth, and she was born in 95. Okay. And her brother was born in 98, and also an at-home birth. And then her sister was born in 2003, and was also an at-home birth. So, she was used to all of the uh, the natural growing up around it. Right. And so, we had talked about an at-home birth, but I wasn't 100% comfortable, because I only known hospital births so she looked into birth centers and we we both did and then so it was like a halfway point yeah midwives yeah midwives so it's like oh well i want at home and you're kind of leaning more like oh i need a little bit of professional so you guys like met in the middle with the birthing center kind of situation right which we should have after we get that far, we should have just done it at home with right. our experience. Yeah, just gone <laughs> up in there with your cattle gloves and pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, I told her I had pulling chains. That would have been so much fun. <laughs> but, uh, so we did that. We ended up going down to Indy to a place called Sacred Roots. And, um, Sacred was... Roots sponsor us. No free shout out. <laughs> but, uh, so, because Hannah wanted to do all natural. Right. Which, no epidural, no anything. So, with the birthing center, there is no choice for an epidural. I mean, once you start, <laughs> you're there. There's no option. So, uh, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, amazingly strong, especially when it got to that point. Because she went into labor July 19th. And her due date was the 20th. Laura actually came on her due date. Wow. Uh, due date, baby. But, yeah. No, not induced or anything. Wow. And then... Uh, so, so did you do like all right? You do like a water break, frantic running and screaming. No, or? her water never did break. You said she was induced. No, not induced. Okay, when so like what was she was just feeling weird. She started or? feeling. She'd had Braxton Hicks though, several times. Yeah, like even months, a couple months before. Right. So uh, we that night, I think it was the night of the eighteenth. She had, which was a Saturday night. Yeah. She had started, like, I think it's, I think something's going to happen tomorrow. So we went to bed and woke up. And then that morning, as soon as she woke up, she was having contractions. Oh, okay. So we called. We labored at, she labored at home as long as we could. Then we were getting closer. It was an hour away. So I was like, we're going to go. So we left that evening, get down there, and she wasn't dilated far enough for him. So instead of driving back, there was a hotel, like, right there in the parking lot, essentially. They wouldn't let you just hang out in the birthing center? 
No. So it's just no. kind of like, you go in there, drop your baby, and get out. Essentially. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I like the system. Yeah. I like the, I like the efficiency. Because <laughs> they had... Oh, you're not ready. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> okay. She was only... She wasn't dilated very far. I mean, she oh, was smart having hard child, contractions. That's crazy that she was just like, well, let's wait. And she was doing contractions yeah. at home. Yeah, and we called. We called them several times that day. Don't fuck with that one. She's going to beat your ass. <laughs> so we get there. They turn us away. We booked a hotel room. She labored in the hotel room for an hour or two. And this contraction started getting closer and stronger. Went back, and she was like five centimeters dilated, I believe. And they're like, nah, I'll do just a little farther. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> Come back a little bit. So we went back to the hotel room. I can't imagine what these people were thinking. Actually, the guy at the ho- the desk was very polite because yeah. we walked in and he's like, her cousin checked us in because she was a, uh, she's a doula, which is like, like a coach. Okay. For doula. a midwife, kind of. Okay. So she was with us and she checked us into the hotel and the guy was looking over at us because like Hannah's leaning on me. Is everything okay? She told him what was going on, and I expected him to pull out a go bag and put some scrubs on. <laughs> right. Because he literally was like, Do you guys want a tub in your room if you're into that? Like a water birth? Or, like, <laughs> he's, has this happened here before? There you go. Do a water birth. <laughs> I mean, I assume you water birth at the hotel. Yeah, in the right parking lot, yeah. Do at home births at the hotel. That's a great <laughs> idea. Save all the cleaning at your house. Just go have your baby at a hotel. Say so you did an at home birth, <laughs> and then go back home. I like but, that. So we did. For the third and final time, I was like, I'm, we're not leaving again. I'm telling these people. <laughs> right. I'm not doing this again. That's wild. Because her mom was with us. Her cousin had to leave. So we were in the hotel room, and Hannah was a champ, like, going through all that. And then she hurt, like, she got down on her knees, and she was contracting, and then, like, there was a noise. You just heard, like, a push, and Hannah was even trying to push. And we're like, all right, we got to go. Yeah. So we go, and as soon as we hit the door... Like, the lady's like, well, come to your room. And they're all being real calm. And I'm like, why, why are we still calm right now? Yeah, let's, like, let's go. <laughs> so we get in there, and Hannah gets on the bed, and she's like, I've got to go to the restroom. And he's like, well, go to the restroom. So Hannah gets up, goes to the bathroom. I follow her in there. I'm in there first, and then I got stuck in the back corner behind the toilet. And <laughs> Hannah's mom comes in. Hannah's right there. And, I mean, Laura's coming right there. Yeah. I'm literally holding Hannah up. Yeah, under her shoulders, and I'm waiting to hear a splash. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's your water birth. Drop, <laughs> but... drop the baby in the toilet. <laughs> so I'm holding her up, and she's like the midwife standing out there, and she's like, "Oh, you're fine. You're calm. Let's check the heart rate and doing everything." And I'm like, "All right." And she's like, "Oh," and she goes out to the room and she hollers like for the Angela. <laughs> Like for the other lady, she goes back in. Every, you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. Like, okay, like we chill. get that this baby's coming now. So she clearly was not checking your blood pressure because yours had to oh, go through the roof. I uh, Hannah was standing. I was holding all of Hannah. I was like, you just let go, do your thing, and you. I mean, he are you already introduced my size. I'm yeah. a little man. Very small. So I'm I'm stuck behind Strong the corner. Though. But I didn't even get to see. I didn't get to see anything. Oh, that kind of sucks. Like, nothing at all. Just, I heard Laura start crying. I was like, oh, good. Healthy. And I was like, so is it a girl? I mean, because we knew we were having a girl. Right. But I didn't get, like, the final until we were back in the bed. And I was like, okay, nobody's actually told me yet. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I was like, was it a big turd or what? Was it the kid? 
That's crazy. But everything was excellent. I mean, it went, it went great. We so should have just done it at home. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's crazy. That's just like all We pretty natural. much did it. Like, I was going to send them a bill. Did you stay, <laughs> did you guys like stay overnight or anything like that? Um, we stayed there for, that's what I liked about it. We didn't stay for three days. That's and nice. We were out three out, three to five hours after we had Laura, we were home. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That is wild. That we is... had to go back the next day for a checkup. That is old school. Okay, so they, they took you back and checked up mm-hmm. and everything like that. That's cool. That is crazy. What is that place called again? Sacred Roots. Sacred Roots. So if you guys are ever thinking about doing the what natural birth, both it a little help, great for us. I mean, little help or something, then look into it. So that's that's just a completely different. It is so much respect for women. My gosh. Yeah, I mean, I like right. even my wife drugged up. I was like, man, this is wild. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if I could have a baby without an epidural. I don't know if I could have one with an epidural. Yeah, I don't... Well, technically, I don't have a vagina, so no. Oh, she but, was so tired after that. I mean, she laid on the bed, and we both laid down, and we did skin, We both did skin-to-skin time. Yeah. So no Hannah did it first, and then I took my shirt off and had Laura on my chest, and I ended up falling asleep with Laura on my chest. Oh. And I woke up, and Hannah was gone. She decided <laughs> to get up and go give herself a shower. Oh, hey, yeah. But they were helping Hannah. Was the kids still there? Yeah, she was okay. with me, and then the... Still have the, kid. the midwives came in to do the rest of the stuff with Laura. Yeah. And they took Laura away from me and then woke me up. And I just remember looking at like, where, who, where am I? <laughs> like I stared, I stared at him for a solid minute. Yeah. And they're just both looking over me smiling. It was awkward. It was, crazy. <laughs> it was a very interesting situation. A very different experience. <laughs> I guess. What's up? So, yeah. Um... What are some other things that you, what are your favorite things that you use with your daughter, like your products, your swings, stuff like that? You guys got a swing? I have to give another mad shout out to my wife. Yeah? Because she is very great with all of that stuff. Yeah? I'm uh, I'm there when she needs me. You're down there. (laughs) But as far as like, so she jumped, we don't even do disposable diapers. Right. Anna's 100% of the cloth diapers. Cloth diapers? Which is great. Saves a bundle of money. Well, yeah. I'm all for that. You just got to buy, like, one. Use a lot of bleach. I, you have to ask her. I don't think she uses any bleach. Maybe to get, maybe at first, I think. probably not supposed to, maybe. I don't know. But, uh. That's wild. She's into all the different, like, you stuff them. Uh-huh. So, they have covers on them, which are all different. Like, she's got a bunch of Disney ones, of course. Oh. Okay. And then, like, different designs. She's got some ones for, like, me that are hunting ones that I'm be interested in. Because Laura's going to be the first four-year-old girl to be able to get a deer in under four minutes. Four-year-old? Yep. Those are tough aspirations, people. <laughs> Watch we, out. We don't know if Michael can do it in four minutes. All right. Clean. <laughs> but, Clean. Uh, Hannah really likes the Little Alaskans brand. Of the cloth diapers. Little Alaskans, if you're using cloth diapers, go out and use Little Alaskans. Which Hannah loves doing the cloth diapers. Like, I mean, she really, really enjoys it. And she's good at keeping up on it. I mean, because you have to do the 
laundry for it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to wash diapers, it's not really, what's the difference? I mean, yeah, you save a lot of you, money. Yeah, you wash clothes. It's like, do you want to save money or do you want the ability well, to just throw your Well, she was having rashes and stuff in the disposables, and then when she switched to the, because we had it, Laura's small. She was six pounds, five ounces when she was born. And so we waited till she was about 10 pounds before she started putting her in cloth diapers. Oh, yeah. Which so, took a while. So, I mean, other than the cost, I mean, what's what's the benefit to the cloth diapers? I think, well, for Laura, there's no reactions. Okay. Like, no diaper rashes. Well, it's like a natural product. It's just like yeah. a cloth as opposed to, I mean... I don't know what they put in diapers. No, probably chlorine. not. Like, I, but there's I different things. Like Dave, there's chlorine. Baby there's skin's stuff. very sensitive and different. I mean, each kid's going to have a different reaction. Right, to everything. So, some kids may, like, have to have cloth diapers. Right. Just because, you know, they can't handle it. Speaking of diaper rashes, resin. That's what we use. We use resin is what it's called. Wow. You guys found a spray, didn't you? Yeah, we found a spray. It's downstairs. I don't know what it is. That's right, we were going to try it. Um, we have I, a, know, I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, it's probably downstairs on the nice yeah, We have a resin, which is like a cream, and there's a, uh, it's a, it's like a, uh, I don't forget what it's called, but it's like a little stick that you paint your kid's butt with. <laughs> instead, of the, instead of having to like... To put like, all the dust on your yeah, finger. Yeah, because and instead of having to put it on your finger, rub it on there and wipe your hand off, you just grab that little paint stick and make yourself a little mural right on your baby's ass. And it works like charming. Also, like I said, blow dry your kid's ass. After you, like after you get done putting them on that wipe, just hit them with a little low heat on the blow dryer. If your kid's fussy, hit them with a blow dryer. I mean, my, uh, we actually had a photographer come over. I know I'm getting completely off subject, but we had a photographer come over for the little baby and like she was kind of getting a little fussy and she had a little heater, like a little, and I mean, she put it right on her and that's how you get calm baby pictures right there. I mean, it was as simple as that. So what? Hold on, I want to, I want to touch on this diaper thing real quick. So, <laughs> He's still going on the diapers. On the diapers. So you know, we've talked about how many diapers we changed at the uh, at the hospital and stuff like that. So, can you give us a count of how many diapers you've changed? So Laura's six months old, and I'm averaging a diaper a month. Diapers. <laughs> so, so I know the story behind this, but I don't know if you do. So, I want you to tell us about your first cloth diaper experience. Well, we had to call it mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell the world. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know what? Hannah wanted to get her hair done, so I was like, I can watch Laura, and she, she was going to Muncie to get her hair done, and she's like, you Which know, she's only to... like thirty minutes from where we live, just so everybody knows. Like, so it's not. That it was far. like four hours. Anyways. Yeah, but you're getting your hair done. That's a day. <laughs> That's like a day. That's a day. So she leaves. But before she leaves, she's like, do you know you know how to do these? And I'm like, how hard can it be? <laughs> They're snaps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that difficult. I I think I left this part out, but she did give me a rundown before she left. But yeah, you've definitely it's left still hunting out. season. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really, really focused. <laughs> she leaves. And Laura's great. She didn't cry. She just wanted to play. That's all she ever wants to do, which is awesome. But she was excellent for me. Then I heard it. She looked at me and she ripped a big one. <laughs> like, huge. Good. And she still wasn't fussing. And I gave her a minute because I wanted it to be all out. Because my other experiences were just... It was on the walls and yeah. everything. <laughs> so, it'll, be, it'll go places. So I take her to her room, I strip her down, get her all cleaned up, and get that new one out. 
and get her snapped up. I was like, well, that's not going to catch anything because it was all crooked. <laughs> There's like 36 snaps or something. <laughs> it looks... I can imagine. There's probably a lot of, a lot of a lot going into that. So after about the fifth time of trying to snap it up right, I uh, ended up calling my mom because I had, at that point, had Laura wrapped up in a bath towel. <laughs> so uh... I called mom and she came over. Mommy... <laughs> Mommy. She was like, well, I'm in my pajamas. And I was like, well, she's like, let me get dressed. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's not really a big deal if you just want to go over in your pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care, yeah, baby. I, I just need you over here right now. I just kind of need this So she came to my care. rescue. <laughs> and I got lucky because she stayed there the rest of the time and hung out with Laura. What would you say is your biggest challenge for being a dad? Changing diapers. Changing diapers. <laughs> no, Changing cloth diapers. I mean, that's a fair challenge. That's not just cloth diapers. I actually managed to put a... Dis- Why am I bragging like this is a good thing? I managed to put a disposable diaper on backwards. And it was like it was harder for you to do that. How do you do that? Do like, you, have right to, you have to flip the baby over? I lifted over? her up and reached my arms around her. And, and at, her up. at no point were you like, man, I don't think there this was, is right. was. They should already... make this the other way around. That'd make more sense, right? That's actually what was running through my head. <laughs> like, these diapers are dumb. No one to use cloths. They're strapped to the back. <laughs> the funny thing about you saying that, though, is like uh, one of our friends, Lily, you know, she when she's home, she likes to you know hang out with Levi and Samara. And when, when Levi was younger he she put one of his diapers on backwards and i was just like really love you death lily but i was like how did you put that on backwards just out of here. She's like, i didn't think it was right but you know i just kind of went with it <laughs> you put on a diaper you know that this is a challenge right like like you have to try hard like i mean yeah round of applause for putting a diaper on backwards <laughs> yeah. because i mean it's kind of a tough that's a tough feat i would, especially with like some of the ones like the ones that levi wears it says back on it or front. See, I, I believe Anna showed me that. No. <laughs> that was before I had glasses, okay? We apologize, <laughs> Anna, for all you have to deal with. <laughs> but the biggest challenge, I don't know. Hannah, I don't know. For, so, for dads especially, when you have your first, second child, or however many you have, you make sure... You don't want to worry too much about the baby. You'll be able to handle that. That's yeah. fine. You need to make sure you're there for your wife. Oh, for sure. Definitely. 110%. Because yep. they just did all of that, and they're going to continue to do all of that. Yeah. So focus focus on the baby, yes, but also do not forget about your wife. Your challenge is to be a great father, but to be a great husband still. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, you do have a little human. Because time management's probably one of my biggest things right now. Like, managing as far your as own work time. And yeah, yeah. Not want, like, like, I was talking to Hannah about this earlier. I was like, I really love spending time with you guys, so I'm going to try and stay up later because the past couple of weeks, I mean, I've been going to bed at, like, 7.30, 8, 8.30. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you work. But, so time management's my biggest struggle right now. Which is what we all talk about, schedules. Just trying to figure out time, you know? Because you, you never want your significant other to feel neglected in any way. Right. 
And the worst part about this is sometimes you don't even know what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, That's the hardest part. It's hard, and I've caught myself doing it, and Kayla's called me out on where there's been times where I've been selfish about it. I mean, it's, it is really hard to be able to, you know, do the things that you do on a daily basis and then come home and, you know, still want to get your stuff done at home, but at the same time, you know, you got to sometimes put that on the back burner so that way you can, you know, spend time with, like, the most important people in the world. So, um, I, I feel get, that. We're going to get into camping and doing more stuff this summer and you guys gonna buy a camper <laughs> probably not <laughs> it's been talked about but probably have I have a job now where i can have yeah <laughs> where i have a new starter now so we're good <laughs> see you're kind of in a new job so, new job, so i actually have weekends now i've never yeah. had a job before where i had weekends exactly so you have a new job, new baby. So yeah, you're gonna struggle right. with that. Everybody struggles. With oh that. yeah, well, everybody should. Been a lot of changes for all of us. All you dads listening, you're gonna struggle. Like this is not a perfect process. Everybody's gonna make mistakes. You know, you struggle. You try to figure it out. Work with your your wife. Your goal is to just keep that kid alive. Okay. It's really not that hard to do. I mean, they're tough. They are pretty tough. <laughs> I will give them a chance. Like. I was very, I was very hesitant holding Levi after, what was that, like three days? Yeah, because I remember we had a picture where yeah. he, like, he looked so tiny and, and Chad's just, just like, I don't, I don't yeah, know what it to was do like, with my arms. Like, like, he's so tense. I mean, maybe like the newest baby I had held was probably like two months and then they bring me this three day old baby and I'm like, this thing's gonna break. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. Matthew, that's the thing about my brother Matthew, it's like when he had his kids, there's no... Like, I wanted to be, like, I was a little hesitant at first, but yeah. he's just, like, shoves Adeline yeah. in your face. Oh, yeah. He was tossing her probably to me at three months. <laughs> now that you own it, you don't worry about breaking it. You, got, you Like, if you break somebody else's, then you got to pay for it. See, it's but, crazy yeah. to me to see, like, your two newborns are as calm as can be. They're relaxed. I mean, Laura never really, I mean, she has her fits. All babies do. Yeah. But when she was first born, like... Two days old, she's already ready. There was no just sitting there sleeping. She was holding her own head up. Mm-hmm. She was looking around, and it, she just she hasn't stopped since then. She's now her arms you. are flying, <laughs> laughing. Mike was a cocaine addict without <laughs> cocaine. Like he's, <laughs> he's a mile a minute all the time. Yeah, I think she took after me. I just hope she gets her mom's personality. <laughs> Oh, we all do. And good luck. <laughs> I can't imagine this in a girl. We hope she looks like Hannah, but as of right now, it looks exactly like Michael. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys agree on that? Yeah. That's a miniature. Now, on, real, on some of her smiles, it's 100% Hannah. Now, there's some stuff. Like, you'll find little things, but that baby's you. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. got your face. And Hunter's newest baby is him. I don't know. I saw that picture. That picture's bullshit. <laughs> God love you, Kayla. But, like, all right, listen. If you set a hundred babies next to each other and they all have the same pose, they're gonna look alike. Right. That's false. I I disagree with that. You you have to look at the picture. Like you just look at a picture and you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that they both have big heads. That's the same. Baby. <laughs> but like if you look at it, like nothing's the same except for the nose. The nose is the same, and like I think every baby just has a fat little nose. But like that baby, those babies have the same nose. Other than that, it's just hunter. Every time I look at that baby, it's just a hunter. She's got like. I, I thought just, the same thing till I saw that. That's picture. Hunter. That's Hunter's kid. That's Hunter. Sorry, Kayla. That's Levi that. looked a lot like Hunter. Now he's starting to look more like Kayla. I feel like. That's Hunter. I would <laughs> ask you what your biggest tip is for dads, but I think you gave it with you know taking care of your wife. 
Definitely. Working on time management. You'll get there. Don't beat yourself up over it. Your kids are very sturdy animals. I enjoy the fact, I mean, you really have something to look forward to going home to. I did when I was just married to my, just me and Hannah. Like, it was great. And now it's even, it's like ten times more. You had two people to look forward to coming home to. Yeah. I think my wife would say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. No, I totally get it. Though. I feel the same way. Coming home from work is kind of fun. Not that I hated it before, but it was just like, during the week you come home from work, you're like, what am I going to do tonight? I'm just going to sit there, I'm going to eat dinner, I'm going to watch TV, I'm going to go sleep. That sounds pretty boring. But now I'm like, oh, I get to go home and hang out with this kid and teach it terrible We're things. at the point now with Laura, it's like, when I get home, our routine's just passing her back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging her off. Well, I'm the same way, because like, I mean, just like for tonight instance, like I got home and we put, Levi wanted to put his fire truck puzzle together. We literally did that for like a half an hour. Put it together, take it apart, put it together, take it apart. It's a big puzzle. Yeah. It's, it's a big it's puzzle. It's like four feet long. Well, I know. You had me try to do it the other night and I yeah. and taught him how to put it back in the box. <laughs> Michael's not good with puzzles <laughs> or figuring things out. Yeah. Hey, need, now, easy. Michael needs instructions with everything. <laughs> I, I still don't use them. All right, now that we know a little bit about Michael, we want to delve into something that's largely across the world. It's not on you. Don't get, don't get worried. This is a different subject. A very large topic across the world. Everybody knows about it. If you don't know about it, I'm going to tell you right now, this is probably going to be like a spoiler episode, but uh, we need to talk a little bit about this Tiger documentary on HBO. Now, I know you guys are like, oh, Tiger Woods Golf, but if you watch it, which this is a spoiler... The first episode is a two-part series. The first series, the first episode is really a lot about him and his dad. Because yeah. his, dad, his dad is the monster that created him. And, I mean, it is intense. It's very intense. I will say, like, you know, I am one that is just, like, I don't really like people that are just madly in love with Tiger Woods, like, uh, Hunter. But, um... <laughs> I mean, I respect that he's a good golfer, but, like, after watching that, it was he's like... no Fred Couples. This dude has gone through some shit, and it was pretty crazy. Like, his dad was intense. I don't know, like, I've seen dads like that, where it's like, you know, you're like, you're raising them up and you have a direction for them. I see the good and the bad in it, I guess. I don't know, I guess you'd have to ask. It, it's all up to Tiger. I mean, for us, it's just speculation. But I, it was just, it was like, you guys got to watch it. I don't care. If you're interested in golf, watch it. If you're not interested in golf, watch it. It's a good series. And it's crazy how, some, like, it, it is. It will show you a lot about how, you know, dads have impacts on their son's lives in all aspects. Because there are a lot of things that go down in this show that, like, the dad wasn't trying to pass on, and he did. Right. Like, it was just like... Even, like, it was a good thing to see, like, hey, even when your kid, like, you don't think your kid's watching, they are. Like, they're Yeah, it, I mean, uh, I'll admit it. I've, I've always been a Tiger Woods fan. I love Tiger. Um, no, I've, I've followed. first name basis. I followed, I followed watching him, like, growing up, and, you know, he's part of the reason why I got into golf. But, like, the stuff that happened in 08, obviously, I don't agree with. You know, that's a whole different thing. But, like, to, to watch that two-part documentary and see you know, a side of Tiger that nobody had ever seen before, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to like go into deep it because I don't think we're like really going to get into it, but like 
showing like the home videos from when he was a kid. It's like you've never seen Tiger like that. You've always seen Tiger as like the cutthroat. I'm gonna beat you by 15 strokes. Yeah. In a major championship, and nobody's gonna be close. I would say the great thing about Tiger, and I have seen it, and they showed it in the series, was like before the whole thing, you know, him sleeping with that woman from Perkins. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> but uh, there's many mistresses, but there's a woman from Perkins, and there's a whole story. Watch it, you'll you'll laugh your ass off. But um, like afterwards, they were talking about how Tiger's become this more interactive person. Like before, it was like you said, he was cutthroat. He was just tearing necks, and like it was crazy, insane how good he was. But it's like afterwards, he's interacting with people. And one of the coolest things is like him interacting with his son, father's dad podcast. Boom. I just connected it. But uh, like when he went and hugged Charlie, when you hugged Charlie, dude, when he went and hugged Charlie after winning the Masters and what was it, two years ago? 19? No, it was 19. It just seemed so far away. Like, even I got chills watching that. Like, I went to my TV and turned it on to watch Tiger wins the Masters, even though, like, I wasn't that interested in golf at the time. Well, I think the, the biggest thing on that is, like, you know, in, I think it was 98, I think it was 98 when Tiger won his first Masters, you know, his dad Earl was there to hug him. And then, like, it was just, like, the roles had been flipped when he was hugging Charlie. I mean, I like, when... Like I said, I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. I was rooting for him to win that tournament. And when he when he hugged Charlie, I thought that was, like, just the coolest thing. Because, like, you know, and then Sam was there, too, his daughter. But I just thought, I thought that was really cool, especially how they they did that in the documentary where they showed him hugging his dad and then him hugging his son. Would you say Tiger's dad's a dick? Huge dick. Now, is he a terrible father? Ah. The thing I is, I think that, that he did everything in good intentions. He did. And I, I agree with that. Like, you know, he, he... But he did bullshit. He was, like, training Tiger from, like, the age of two to be right. the greatest golfer in the world. And, I mean, it's it's crazy, like, the stuff, like, when you watch this, like, the stuff that he would do on a golf course to just play mind games with Tiger is unbelievable that the way that Tiger was able to learn how to just block it out and it didn't bother him. And I think that's the reason why he was so successful in... You know, his oh, prime. Sure. I mean, when intense. he won, you know, four majors in a row. I mean. Watch out, we got a Tiger stat book over here. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> this is why we, we ought to slow him down because he'll really get into it. Oh, we'll get into it. I will say, but, you know, kind of kind of looking at, you know, how he was, like, when he was number one for all those, all those weeks and, you know, just destroying tournaments. And then, you know, after everything happened to go back and, uh, I, I enjoy watching Kevin Nob too. He's he's a good player and he's funny around the green too because he'll put a ball and before it's even in the hole, he's going to reach for it. Yeah. And there is, and I, I know everybody's seen this video, but you know, in you know the early two thousands, nobody would ever see Tiger do what he did after all that happened, where he was playing around with Kevin Knott and yeah. Tiger, or he did that and like almost picked the ball up before it went in the hole. And then Tiger started laughing about it. You would never have seen that before. No. And then Tiger puts it, and then he hurries up and tries to grab the ball before it goes in the hole. And then they just start laughing about it. That's stuff that, like, you wouldn't have seen happen about 10 years ago. It's crazy. But we don't want to go too crazy. I mean, you could talk out. You could literally take a whole episode and talk about that. But, I mean. Absolutely. There are a lot of aspects. <laughs> the first episode is a big aspect of him and his dad. The second aspect is more about just Tiger's life, his downfall. It would have been cool to have some interviews with Tiger in there like they did with the last chance with Michael Jordan. But like I said, yeah. 
watch it. It's intense. It's got a lot to do with your dad. I remember hearing a thing in there that just like was crazy. It was like uh, this dude made up the saying. It was mirror, mirror on the wall. Uh, turns out you end up like your dad after all. I thought it was like, it was crazy. It was awesome, but it was wild. Um, the next thing I really want to talk about, and I've been thinking about something that's been going through my mind this past week. And I know we talk about a lot about preparing, uh, for dads, you know, for moms, you have a lot of moms get a lot of ears from other moms. Dads don't get so much. And, you know, sometimes dads will get, you know, asked by their wives to do certain things beforehand and it doesn't sound as fun when your wife says it. So maybe it'll sound more fun if we tell you. The thing that I would say the most is to research like products. And by products, I would mean like, so now that I'm looking back, like we have a lot of great products. We have a lot of great things that we use. But like I start seeing things out there and I'm like, man, that is so freaking cool. I kind of wish I had that. Like the other day I saw a car seat that was the stroller was built into the car seat you just popped it out of the truck flip the wheels down boom good to go really now i'm not going to say that that was like the best product in the world no you're gonna have to research it and see the reviews but dude that's freaking cool okay if you got like it's already there you just flip it down you're good to go and i mean all right it was 500 dollars, and you like people are like man that's crazy well put together the price of a car seat and the price of a stroller and you're probably going to be up near $500. My arms are free. My arms are free. <laughs> we got a hillbilly. We got old school. Old school over here again. But another thing that, you know, it's just like, there's so many. Like, another thing was, like, we have a bassinet. You got a bassinet? Yes. So you got a bassinet? We actually have one of those ones that it sits up against the bed and one side's open. And it actually straps all the way around the bed. That's pretty cool. So you I can't roll them. away. Some two-inch ratchet straps? Yeah, I use my two-inch <laughs> yellow ratchet strap. Ours is freestanding. We have a freestanding <laughs> bassinet. You have a bassinet? Uh, no. We have, like, that rock and play. I like we, that we rock and play thing. We got a swing, which rock and play is outlawed because terrible parents. But, um, no, we have a swing that Samara sleeps in. But another thing that we saw was, like, so the bassinet, we saw a bassinet that actually moves. It's powered. Really? Yeah. It's just like really slight movements. I mean, you probably don't want your baby doing intense swinging. Michael likes to do everything by hand. I like to, <laughs> I like robots to run my life. So we all each have our own. You can do the outdoorsman, the outdoorsman parroting podcast with Michael. We're, we'll start a we'll start an outdoorsing segment. Yeah, I did with, find a sturdy bow hanger that will hold a car seat. See, there you go, right there. Like in the car. No, the hanging. handle. You can hang the oh. handle of the car seat on a bow hanger up there with you. Why don't you just strap it to your chest? Put her in the earth. <laughs> Plus, you can get your warmth. And then you can shoot. I bet I could shoot a bow with a baby on the chest. I, I wouldn't. Crossbow. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, but all right. So, the big thing that I want to hit on if you're a dad, you're going to become a dad. Look into products. Don't get overwhelmed. Figuring out everything. There's so much stuff out there. Big things that you look into. I would look into swings, car seats, strollers, and bassinets. We have a swing. Yeah, those are like your. Those are going to be your four biggest purchases. A rocking chair, of course. You want a good rocker? uh, Like I'm sitting in Hunter's rocking sofa. Those old school wooden gliders. Ooh, 
Those are pretty sweet. Like with the padding? Yeah, with the padding, yeah. and then it's got a Those are pretty cool. one for your feet that rocks with you. About the same thing. They've got cool, cool rockers. We have a rocker that's a recliner. That's a recliner? Which is awesome. But the thing that sucks is as soon as you start reclining, it stops rocking, which is dumb as shit. I think that's every recliner. This rocker. isn't a recliner. This is specifically a rocker. Like, I didn't just put a rock. I didn't put a recliner in the baby room. This is supposed to be for babies. So it's supposed to rock. What? But it's And it's got a recliner on it. So you're like, okay, this is for babies. So it should rock at all times. So I should be able to put my legs up and sit there and rock. No. As soon as you put your legs up, boom. That's bullshit. Because I want to sit there. If I want to sit in there like and rock my baby while I'm like trying to chill and watch Netflix on my phone. And I just got to. So then I got to sit there. And this. Oh, this is. I hate this more than anything. Like what I'm doing right now, I just can't stand it. <laughs> so yeah, what I would say is research the expensive products. That's where you can help your wife out a lot because, like I said, the wives are going to get a lot of talk from other mothers. They're going to get a lot of advice on little things, outfits, this and that, shit like that. What I want to tell you to do is those big purchases, which you can get a lot of people to buy for you on your, uh, what is it, baby showers. So yeah, and most of the stuff we use is a, as Hannah calls it, pre-loved hand-me-downs. So a lot yeah. of hand-me-downs. All a your lot of generous, go a lot to your of generous people. Go to your Man. previous mothers. You know, if you know, a lot of moms are saving their shit even after they have kids just to give it to parents. I won't. I will burn everything. I don't care. I just I'm a minimalist at heart. My my wife's already trying to give away shit. She wants to give away her mama room. I'm like. Go to hell. All right. Well, I'll talk to her before we leave. Right. She was like, <laughs> she's like, let's get rid of the minor room for only using the swing. I'm like, yeah, but what if one day she just changes her freaking mind? I want to have. I'm I'm the dude that's like, until she can't get in that thing, we're keeping it. So another thing that uh, that came across that I wanted to hit on was like a lot of old school versus new school. New parents, new dads. You're going to raise your kid your own way. Some people are going to do it differently. Some people are even going to say that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> they can go to hell. Like, it doesn't matter. If people like, there's three dads sitting in here right now, and I bet you that 90% of the stuff we do for our kids is different. I bet you it's just because it's it's for the kid. It's not, like, raising your kid is not a textbook thing. There are ideas, but, I mean, the system is feed them. Put them to sleep and keep them breathing. Other than that, you're on your own, bub. So, like, basically, don't get overworked with other people's opinions. And watch out for old people. <laughs> like Michael. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I know that there's a lot of things that came up with, um, I know that, like, running into old people... You know, you, you offer them new products and they're like, oh, we didn't use that back in the day. That's stupid shit. Da, 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 da. We don't need that. Well, you just turn around and say, well, we used to travel by horses. Are you still riding a horse around? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're driving a damn car because it helps out. Listen, don't feel bad. <laughs> like, if the, if the shit's out there, take advantage of it. Or don't. I don't care. Do whatever you want. That's fine. I'm just, I want to, I want to give everybody the opportunity, like, People are going to give their, their opinions. How many times have you heard an opinion on how you need to raise your baby? Uh, probably a lot. They're pretty passionate, too. 
People are really passionate about Here's the thing. about you, raising other people's kids. You can't ask Michael that question because normally when people start talking to Michael about something that is <laughs> irrelevant to anything that he has to do with, he just zones them out. And he's <laughs> just like, okay. Michael just recently found out that he could see again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been focused He's on been walking that. around blind for the last 20-some years. <laughs> We've ridden in cars with him, so we're all unsafe. But yeah. Did you know they painted lines on the roads now? That's wild. <laughs> and he had a child. He was with the child for four months of this blindness. And part one of those was by himself with no glasses. Yeah. I think that might be why we had the diaper incident. <laughs> he couldn't see the diaper. <laughs> Poor little Laura. Probably getting a diaper on her damn head. <laughs> well, before I came over here, I was playing with Laura. And, like, I stepped real far away. And I was moving. She was watching her move I make. And I was like, man, her eyes are great. And I was like, they should be. They're new. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. That's, <laughs> she can that's see fair. what <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> i need glasses where don't you find out if your baby like your baby needs glasses i don't know because there's some kids that like are really less young. than a year old that have like how do you know he can tell you about that doesn't that one of them babies on teen mom have glasses dude, Kayla you watch know? that okay so you have to call her <laughs> watch teen mom dude i came he home one day and kayla had teen mom on and I so was like, start from I was like, one. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, are we done watching this? And she was, no. I was so I got sucked in for the next <laughs> two hours of watching it. Did I talk about the fat shows last week? No, you didn't. Okay. So another thing, as dads, <laughs> you're going to be spending a lot of time probably at home. You know, yeah. when your kid's fresh, you probably spend a lot of time in front of the TV, well, especially now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're COVID. You're at home. You're playing with your kid. If you're Michael, you're sitting on the couch trying to put him to sleep. If you're me. <laughs> um and you're watching shows. I want to introduce you guys to some, some good shows. I want I want to put the chat approval stamp on. Um, let's say uh, this is great because the greatest thing about the show is the title. It's called Family by the Ton. <laughs> family by the Ton is the story of a fat family. I mean, huge, and it's all of their journeys to get gastric bypass. Hilarious. Uh, if you're morbidly obese on this show, uh, I hope you lose weight, but I do not feel sorry for you. <laughs> unless it's a medical condition. I respect you, but I, I, I like these people thinking. But it's funny. It's funny. They're great. Another one, 600 pound life. Now, 600 pound life was like, everybody knew about 600 pound life. And I was like, like 600 pounds didn't really get me going. You know, I wanted like 750, 800. <laughs> I'm looking for them. I'm looking for big, you know, the bigger, the better for me. So I got into that, and then we watched Thousand Pound Sisters, which is also golden. I mean, these girls are hillbilly. The greatest thing about Thousand Pound Sisters, they accept that they're fat, and they make fat jokes to at each other, and it's hilarious, and they laugh at it. One of them called the other one a beluga whale, which I had been saying the entire show, huge forehead, and she has the beluga whale forehead. Like, you could cut 20 pounds off her forehead. It's just amazing. Fat people. Watch it. Because you're going to run out of movies and you're going to start watching shows. Are you watching any shows? Do you watch any shows? Uh, actually, Laura and I have been enjoying Boy Meets World. This is probably Ooh. my fourth time watching it since it's been on Disney+. Plus. You're going back to Boy Meets World. Fourth time? Yeah. The show? Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty long show, though. Yeah. How many seasons were there? Seven. You watched it four times? They're like 25-minute episodes. I How mean, many episodes I string are, it along. How many episodes are in a season? 
12. Shout out to Panga. Panga. Heartthrob. Where's she at these days? She probably looks like shit now. They tried to do that sequel, Girl Meets World, but... Dude, at the very shows. end, that's like when she's just in her prime. Because they're like, what, are they like 16 or 17? Oh, uh, no, very yeah. end. They were in college. Oh, let's go back to, no, I want senior year of high school. When those Actually, I just got into that episode yesterday. Smoking hot. Topanga is probably the most underrated. That's actually a good show to watch, which it has sparked my interest now. There's a lot of good dad talks on there. Topanga actually looks about the exact same. Just old. Just old. She just looks old. She doesn't look fresh and young like she used to. I mean, she's only 39. That's old. Yeah. We loved her for being in high school. That's the great thing about high schoolers. I get older, they stay the same age. That stays in confused. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McCown here. I'm not in high school. Sorry. My wife's 30. Okay. 30. Yes. Okay, um, that seems to be wrapping up the show today. Um, we got some good quality information. We talked with Michael about his life, his birthing experience, how it was different. Uh, shout out again. Where'd you go to your birthing center? Uh, Sacred Roots. Sacred Roots, people. And then Hannah loves the Little Alaskan. Little Alaskans. Basically, if you have any questions on natural at-home births, or um, cloth diapers, anything along that scenario, just hit us up, and we'll get we'll get it along to Michael. We'll bring Michael back on. We'll do we'll do Q and A's. We know you're out there. You know, I mean, at home births. Is, I've seen a lot of people. It's coming back well, in. I might I might try the old uh, two diapers a month now. You guys have encouraged me. Michael's gonna up it to two diapers. He's gonna change two diapers a month. God bless Hannah. <laughs> We love you. We will not be messing with you because I saw what my wife went through with an epidural and you did it without. So you are an official BA in our books. Uh, Every episode we end with a quality dad joke. Um, You got one, Michael? Michael, top of your head. What do you got? Anything? Nothing right off the top of my head. It's just a whim thing. I do about 30 a day, you know. It really no, is. No, you do not. It's hard <laughs> It's hard to play in a dad joke because it just, yeah. you, they usually just flow out in perfect scenarios. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. See, that's a good dad joke. That's or a classic. Or a pickup line. If you were a booger, I'd pick you first. <laughs> that's probably how he met Hannah. Again, I'm Hannah. so lucky that my wife... Yeah, we know. Found me. And like, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, are we know how lucky Hannah is. Thank you, Hannah, for taking him off of our chest. <laughs> Hunter, dad joke. Uh, why don't eggs tell jokes? I don't know. They crack each other up. <laughs> I get it. I'm I'm gonna gonna Hunter has some good dad jokes. I, will give I found one. I actually was prepared this time. Um, what was it at? Okay. Of all the inventions of the last hundred years, the dry erase has to be the most remarkable. <laughs> That's the other one. That was pretty clever. I found it on the internet and I have no problem with it. Uh, white New Balances. Do you own one? Do you own any White New Balances? I do not. But you got a new mower. I do have a new mower. Hey, when you're a dad, you love mowing. 
I love mowing before it became yeah, bad. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to till this mowing season. I love my zero turn, but it's so hard to hold a beer and do that thing. You need to get a beer hat. I. You should get the joystick. All right. <laughs> Guys, have a great night. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hit us up. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Let us know what you think. We'll get back to you. Thank you, Michael, for coming out. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Keep listening. And we will see you later. Good night.